Hello? Um, please enter. You can enter. You can enter. What? The door's not open. Oh, he just... There's a man coming. You can enter. Hi, I'm Jason Hoskin and this is Abdul Rashidi. Hi everyone. You've probably heard us on the radio before. No one has ever heard us on the radio. Right, well, whatever. This time we've been unleashed into the wild and we're going to be meeting artists to test them to their limits. Exciting stuff, Jason. This is the ultimate freestyle challenge. We're going to be throwing words and topics at them to see what they come up with. This is Try Speaking Your Mind. Try Speaking Your Mind. I'm not going to give you her name. Oh, hi, Bessie. After the beep. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Great start. Try speaking your mind. So, we've come into central London today. We're going to interview Bethany Graves. She's an amazing singer, songwriter, all round talented musician. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how she deals with the challenges. From what I remember about Bethany, she seemed quite a kind of guarded person. So, to try and get her to speak her mind will be quite a challenge and quite interesting. But yeah, super excited to see what she produces and listening to her music already so I know she's an amazing songwriter but to freestyle on the spot with the topics that we have in store for her it's going to be tricky but we'll see how it goes room service <laughs> hey hello hi I'm Bethany I'm a computer science graduate and I do music I think the best way to describe my style would be inconsistent. I kind of like to dip into loads of genres and I started doing classical composition and now I really like doing, you know, other songs and cool electronic stuff and I really like jazz and I try to play everything because I like everything. I've always wanted to sort of bridge the gap between really inaccessible music nerd music and pop music essentially. Why do you love music? It's not necessarily that I love music, it's just that I can't really get away from it. It's always in my head, it's always, you know, it's, it's, and it's fun. And the people who make me the happiest, they just happen to be musicians and it's just a world I'm, I'm really enjoying at the moment. Do you prefer listening to music or making music? I think I prefer listening to music. Like listening to your own music, right? I guess I, I like listening to some music I've made at the end of making it. That's the most rewarding part of, of the making the music process. But it's hard to say because people out there do stuff that you can't do and that's amazing. So I, 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 it's hard to pick, but I'd say it's a 50-50. Bethany's challenge today is to write some music in a short period of time about various different topics that we'll be giving her. Every musician composes differently, so it'll be interesting to see what route Bethany takes. And in this series of podcasts, we'll find out how different artists tackle different issues. What kind of steps do you take when you're writing a song? It starts out with an, an idea. It literally just comes into my head. I wish there was a, a way I could like explain it better and like how exactly I come up with these ideas. But it just, literally just starts. It starts playing in my head sometimes. And it's not always my voice, but there'll be a little voice and it'll be singing some simlish or some gibberish. And sometimes it sings an actual word and I'm like, oh, okay, that's the theme of the song now. And then I go on my laptop, go on Logic because it's faster and I don't really have a lot of real instruments at my disposal. Like I don't have a lot of professional musicians that are just waiting in my living room to just like go whenever. So I take it to Logic, I'll whack it out and then sometimes I'll ask musicians if they can play it later on. Yeah, so then I, I have a few words 
that are kind of the idea of the song and then I'll, I'll just <laughs> frequent visits to rhyme zone and just just trying to just trying to get it down I'm a bit of a like that'll do lyricist so what is rhyme zone are you being serious <laughs> Jason no I don't know what it is <laughs> when you want to find a word that rhymes with something else you just like enter it into the website and tell this is amazing I never yeah, knew that existed no when I was like 10 and I had to write poems for school yeah I I used to do that from my brain. That's why I was always bad at English. Jason, oh. you absolute mug. You, you're just missing it. When you're writing a song, do you try and make it rhyme or is that not so important to you? Not all music has to rhyme and there are certain times where it's less important to me than just like a, a sort of flow. But most of the time, yeah, it has to rhyme. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't know what to... I need, I need some inspiration and sometimes the rhymes are the inspiration. Do you sometimes see something and you think, wow, that would make a great lyric and then you find the melody or do you usually write the melody first or does it happen in your brain at the same time? Most of the time, it kind of... The, the melody and the, like, like the whole instrumentation will be there with some little bit of gibberish and a little bit of lyrics and sometimes it's just the music and I have no idea what the lyrics are going to be but I can tell you that I've never ever had a situation where the lyrics came first and that's just me it's probably not everyone I can I know that like there are definitely people I know who who probably do go like oh that'd be a good lyric and then try and fit it into a melody that's never been the case for me though. So you're talking about the voices in your head and, you know, <laughs> that makes you sound crazy, but you know what I mean. When you hear a little gibberish tune and lyrics, is it affected by your mood? So if you're feeling sad, does that change the way that sounds to you or is it something random? I think it's completely random. Sometimes I'll be really happy, but then I'll be like, I think it's just like the music I want to listen to at the time. Sometimes I just want to hear a sad song. And, and sometimes it will manifest in yeah. the brain. And sometimes I'll, I don't, I don't know really, I don't, I don't really have too many moods. And it's not something I've thought about before. And it's an interesting question. And going ahead, I, that is something I'll, I'll take more notice of. Well, you might notice it today, because what we're going to do is give you some topics. And we're going to follow you through the, you know, creative process. So this might be tricky, this might not be. Just the way you've described how you normally write music, it probably isn't this way. So this is going to be a challenge for you. Um, and we're excited to see what you come up with. I'm excited. You're right in that, like, because you're going to be documenting the whole process, I, I can't just be like, mm, and be like, done, here's what I got. And, and I've never actually written, I've written to like a brief before, but I've never just like, had to just come up with it on the spot. Bethany's challenge for the day is to write three songs from scratch about three important topics that we've chosen. Okay, Bethany, so the first topic we're going to be working on is connected to something we spoke about before, which is depression or anxiety. Uh, <laughs> fam, I just, um, like, okay, that's pretty, so I, okay. Has it affected you on a personal level? Okay, it hasn't affected me personally. I will definitely say, well, there's been stresses from uni. 
but it's been like a bit of a low simmer that you don't really like you kind of forget that the hob was on until you left and you turn it off and you're like oh wow I guess it was pretty um but it I've got I have friends who are who have uh like really suffering from from anxiety and depression I have a lot of friends who are who are in that boat I think you want the people you love to be happy all the time and I think a lot of the struggle is knowing exactly what to do to help what works and what doesn't work and and trying to like when you want to take an active role and you want to crash into their lives and like come in with all the answers you really want to actively do something that's going to make them better but then you kind of realize that you have to take more of a back you you just have to sort of watch out for them and stuff and there's no thing that you can do to just like make all their pain go away I think that's the main the main thing it, it the way it affects me in a song you would compose about depression or anxiety, would you speak about maybe someone else's experiences or what kind of thing would you discuss? It's funny because it's not something I've ever done before, so I can't. I, I think I can speculate. I don't think I can just tell you straight out. So I never write music that's about me personally because, I don't know, I just think it's icky and I guess I just have too many walls up. But I do write about like a figurative person I try to make it as a bit more abstract and about someone who doesn't exist rather than about someone who does. I think it's just easier for me. And I, I do draw from experiences because you, you can only write about what you know, but it's never really attached to me or anyone in my life. So I think it's an exercise in empathy for me. You know, what does what does it feel like? I don't, I'm, I'm not entirely sure myself. I, I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to go about this exercise. And you've given me like a really deep, deep topic so I just I don't know I'll just I'll just see see what see what comes out would you maybe sort of discuss how you've been trying to help your friends or give your friends space who have been feeling these things now that you've said that maybe I will Jason Okay, I don't know why you're whispering because at the moment I don't want to distract her. At the moment, she's just writing depression with a purple highlighter, which you know maybe that's colors, colors, moods. Maybe they're connected. That was that was stupid. Lots of people say music is sort of a healing process, a healing method. How do you think your music or music in general affects other people? I kind of went into this for my dissertation because I was doing some computer music thing and I looked a lot at music therapy and those kinds of things. And I think I did read somewhere about like playing music before surgery causes them to be more relaxed. And and I think there's definitely like a strange sort of impact that that music does have on on just you know calming and stuff and you know music can decrease stress i think i mean stress stress has an impact on the body right it has a physical impact it's not just it's not just your emotions your mental health and your physical health are intertwined i i think so you mentioned about your dissertation just now and how you looked at music therapy can you just explain a little bit more about that because i think it sounds really interesting so basically what it was is there's a computer and it makes music and then it plays the user the music and then the user gets to rate the music out of like 10 for different parameters. And then it sort of used machine learning to figure out what kind of music you like to listen to. 
and so every time you'd rate it it would make a new piece of music but hopefully one that was like closer to what you liked so did you build this machine to replace you as your composing tool machine learning is not as good as writing music yourself i guess in order to make the software that wrote the music i had to like really delve deep into all sorts of music theory and and I had to find out what makes music listenable and that's an issue. It's really easy to come up with any sort of algorithm and then just like see what comes out. But the things that make music like actually sound like it's been composed by a person to make music that sort of sounds more expressive it's tricky and you might you know if you can pay a human to do it we need jobs that you know just just get a human to do it. Fine. The interesting thing is, I've never, I've, I've only just thought of it though. But does anyone talk about the power of music in a negative way? Is that too depressing a song for someone to listen to? Maybe the effect is is different for each individual. But like, there could be a song that like it just makes you really depressed all the time if you listen to it too much. Or maybe maybe songs that sort of talk about societal expectations that you can't live up to or something something like that is is pop music bad for the soul i mean i like pop music but who knows you know that is very interesting i wrote an article about actually semi related to what you're talking about but in terms of music videos connection with suicide and how that's become sort of a popular theme in some music videos so i think you have a point in if you're feeling sad and you've put that in a song it can people connect with music yeah. just in general so if it is something quite sad and negative they'll connect to it the same way so i think you made a fair point and after how does music make you feel in general in terms of stress on a personal level that has helped me in terms of depression i think that also helps me even i think there's been points where i've just sat in rehearsals where people are just playing music and that helps me and my mood when i'm feeling shitty so i think just even being around that and not even being part of it, it can affect me and also randomly my cousin plays classical music for her children when she's going to school and only because that calms them down. And she started to notice that when she tried that, she read an article about some research that they've done on classical music and children. So she genuinely goes out to do that and she's noticed a difference in her kids. So there's some power to it. We might be the reason why Bethany creates the best track ever. I want some royalties. it going basically um so i've 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 um i've, I've done it yay i think it's uh I, it is what it is um <laughs> I, I it's the the chords are going to be quite sort of clunky and crude because i'm not exactly sure how long it's been since you gave me this challenge but if i had a bit more time i might work a bit more on the piano arrangement it's specifically but now i've got a bunch of chords and i've got a melody and i've got some lyrics that sounds like a song to me to be honest <laughs> i think that was about 20 minutes probably yeah so whatever you've done we're going to be very impressed we see yes. a lot of writing there
process how did you write a song about two words that we just gave to you 20 minutes ago okay well when you saw me with the spider diagram and the purple highlighter that didn't work it's, it's, <laughs> it's not how I write music it didn't it wasn't really working for me I was drawing blanks so then I decided why don't I just come at this from like the way I, I normally do it which was to do sort of the music side of it first rather than rather than try and focus too much on the sub- subject matter but then I thought how can you hear the depression in the music, if you know what I mean? A lot of people have talked about, like, they actually feel, like, heavy. There's, like, a sort of inertia to, like, doing anything, and sometimes they feel like that, like, some guy on Reddit said he was so depressed that he felt like walking was like walking through a syrup. That's how he just felt. I tried to have, like, really muddy chords at the bottom, and then I just tried to think of what's a melody that goes with that, and I think Feel Right immediately came to mind and I was just like, okay. And, uh, and with the lyrics, they're not that good. But <laughs> I try and do a lot of repetition because I find that whenever I'm listening to people talking about stuff, there is a lot of repetition. And some lyrics are the same lyric, they're just in different places. Like, I don't know, I couldn't live up to, I guess. Do you think that's sort of the main message of the song like you couldn't live up to the persona that you perhaps want to be or perhaps feel like you should be do you know this is the thing that really annoys me about de- not not the people who are depressed but depression as an affliction that people feel that they know that their friends are trying to help them and I think they feel that they've disappointed people by not being happier and stuff like that which um, always breaks my heart especially people when they're talking about they're just like oh I don't want to burden these guys with all my problems and when you really have problems, if they're real friends, honestly, they just want to help. I think that's really hard to fix. There's yeah. no fix to it, but it's not like sadness. I always describe it like a well. If you fall down a well, you're kind of there and you're scared in the beginning and that's you being sad and things being different and awkward for you. 
But then if you've been there for a while, you start to get comfortable and start to get used to being in a place that was scary to you in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes awkward when someone tries to help you and get you out of that because now you're used to it. You know, you found your bearings and now you know this well is home (laughs) and then you're stuck there. So that's why I feel like some people who are depressed don't feel like you could tell them like, oh, I'm definitely here for you and you can talk to me anytime you need to, but it doesn't always help. I tell my friends that I'm still going strong on my own To tell you the truth, I'm better not left alone But let's move on to a different topic. I think we can feel sad sometimes, but we can also feel okay. So your next topic, your next challenge, is going to be a song about travel slash world. That's literally the brief. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I, I mean, that's like, you, you can, okay, okay. I mean, I'm okay. not panicking. You see, I'm <laughs> going to travel the world soon. So yeah. this was kind of how we came up about the topic. And actually, I was speaking to somebody today who was feeling very homesick about, you know, they're in um, another country, they're missing their family. And I'm really excited. So that was kind of two different emotions. So I was just like, you know, that's quite a vague, open topic, mm-hmm. travel. People love to travel. I think it's, it's, I think the reason why that's a bit maybe more of a challenge than might be, than one might think is because it's not specifically attached to an emotion. It's a concept. It's mm-hmm. not an emotion. That was exactly our thought process behind it. <laughs> so it's going to test you, but I think you can do it, Bethany. And also the world and traveling... Like you said, they have very positive and very negative connotations. Like, do you feel like you're going to incorporate lots of the world's music in your piece? Or do you feel like you're going to incorporate lots of sort of the shitty situation the world is in your piece? Or the happier things about different cultures coming together and all this kind of stuff? I'm not going to lie, they all sound a bit cringy to me. That's Jason's middle name. <laughs> Basically is, yeah. I don't I don't think I don't know. That I I don't want to write about the state of the world because who wants to be who I mean who wants to be like actually depressed through music? Like you literally wrote a song about yeah. depression. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's one thing, but then there's also the thing about like oh everything's awful. It's just like I don't know. I don't want to give people bad world syndrome when they come to escape. You could base it off like, you know, it's it's a the world is beautiful in itself. So uh, apart from all the crap that we have going on, you know, there's some beauty in it. Hey, Abdul, I know you love K-pop. Maybe Bethany will incorporate some K-pop into her into her song. I mean, Jason, you laugh, but K-pop is the shit. I'm just, just pointing that out there. But maybe K- Bethany will. Do you know any K-pop, Bethany? Fam, I love K-pop. I'm all about the K. I'm I'm about the K-pop. I'm about the the J-pop. About the like even the even the Balkan pop. It's all it's all good to me. Someone in a in, in live music, Min. He's Korean, and he he taught me a phrase in Korean. It was, which means. Okay, I may have got the pronunciation wrong, but I'm like pretty sure it means like. I swear, fam, he was dead when I got here. (laughs) (laughs) So we've left the room. Bethany's currently upstairs composing her piece. And we thought we'd, we'd give her some space to do this because we kind of felt a bit awkward there 
last time, just just sort of watching her do her thing. It's it's interesting to see somebody work on music, but I think it's quite a personal thing. So it's great we gave her a brief, and now we'll return back when she's ready to share. But that was amazing, and. I think songwriters and musicians just in general amaze me. Like Bethany's very talented. She can play so many instruments and then she can sing really well. But then to be a songwriter as well is just another layer which makes her an amazing artist. The song I'm going to make her record because it was amazing. I don't even think it needed any more like production added to it. It just sounded so like raw. Yeah. And for somebody who doesn't connect to the the topic directly, that was amazing. Because obviously if I'm writing and I feel this way, I can say what I feel basically and then go to rhymezone.net and make (laughs) make some rhyming words. But to not really understand fully what it's like to be in depression or have anxiety, it's quite difficult to connect to. It means the whole world you're checking in. Tell you the truth, I'm sorry I'm a fool I couldn't live up to I think that was very impressive I mean, the next topic we gave her is quite general So it'll be interesting to see where she takes it You have done a little bit of songwriting yourself Abdul's rolling his eyes Um, (laughs) What kind of route do you think you would go down If you were given this specific or very vague brief By two guys that know nothing about music basically that kind of sounded really weird but i would actually take it more of a positive route just because i think we have some amazing things around the world that we don't get to see don't get to experience the cultures are interesting so i think i would base it on being different around the globe i was thinking this actually because bethany in there she was like oh it's such a cliche to say the world's shit and all this stuff I don't know, I, I probably would, because I am a cliche, I would delve into the, the whole sort of I, the world, the world's beautiful, we need to take care of the world, that's a really important thing, but it is not in a great state right now. How I'd put that into music? You could write a poem and rap it in a way which wouldn't even need music. Saying poetry, speaking poetry is, is, is a motive in itself, so you would just have lyrics that are like empowering or saving the planet or whatever. Um, but to sing something has another layer because you, you're trying to make a melody, you're trying to sound interesting, you're trying to capture the user, whereas when you're rapping or doing spoken word, it's captivating in itself because you're actually focusing just on the lyrics. So I think as a singer, it would be a lot more difficult. But I'm sorry to the rappers who might not agree a topic i thought a good topic would be just like injustice in the world but if it was on the flip side of not being sort of so negative it would be maybe so i did a global citizenship program and i got to meet so many people around the world and this is something we actually discussed in in being identifying yourself as not somebody who's british or pakistani or irish or arab it just just being a global citizen and i know that is really cliche but I think in the time we are at, we, we need that. Oh! It is done! <gasps> it's done! Hallelujah! Be my catapult, show me strange places. Be the sand on my feet Be the ocean Or the ship I sail in I'll be yours too for free 
I'm a stranger, I don't speak your language But I know what you mean when you show me your teeth So come on, just come rolling with me I need an outlet for the wanderer in me Coals on the fireplace, send steam round the turbine tell you really kind of thought about the lyrics here it feels global in the way you've just you know had the lyrics out like that so yeah well done bethany and it's really happy it's a really lovely yeah. melody i feel less depressed and my life is better. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah yeah okay i wanted it to sound a little bit like a train i guess oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and it because it sounded like it because i don't know i was just doing like movement and stuff like that and then just lyrics about steam trains came out in the sort of middle of it so I mi- I feel like I cheated a bit with the fact that I wasn't specifically talking about like culture mm-hmm. but then I think for me it was like I just thought I'd focus on the traveling adventure part of it and then like the adventure the people you're around you're like you're sharing an adventure and they're all showing you new things and you're showing them new things and you know you can sort of take them places literally and figuratively <laughs> I'm a stranger I don't speak your language but I know So for the first challenge, we were in the room, which might have been a little bit uncomfortable because it was a deep topic and, you know, you're not that used to having people just chatting shit while you're trying to make music. Second time round, we, you know, we gave you that space, gave you that freedom to create. But this time, we're not going to give you any of that. We're going to be right up in your grill, Bethany. So be prepared. Jason, what's the next topic? So the third and final topic is going to be social media. Oh, kill me! No! Are you ready? And the worst, the biggest challenge about it is to try speaking your mind in 10 minutes. No, that's that's stupid! 
stupid. That's low-key impossible. We'll see what comes up, but also you've picked social media. I'm not really on social media that much. I, I, was, I mean, yeah, I, I posted things to SoundCloud, but like, I mean, I, I'm not on Snapchat. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm you, you, you better think fast, I Bethany. Better, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to start the clock in three, oh gosh, two, yeah. one, go! Okay, okay now. Be my sa- okay, social media, social media. What Instagram, if, Snapchat. What if I do it about the filters? But I feel like that's a bit too woke, but Ooh. I'm going to do it anyway because we don't have a lot of time. Filters, let's do it, let's do it. I like how you're not doing the cliche of, you know, the whole, like, social media is bad and does this and does that to people, you know, it's an issue, blah, 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 blah. You're, you're taking her time. <laughs> filters, <laughs> fil- you know, like, rose-tinted glasses, we see things in our rose filters. Tin- that's a good one, rose-tinted glasses. I'm not meant to be helping her. Well, you know what, at this point, we've given right, her an impossible... Right, right now, I, I don't know, okay. Um... <laughs> Take off the mask. Show me your real self. Ooh, Yo, yeah. um, what about that? What about that? Um, good world syndrome. A, ca- a classic uh, a classic affliction that people who use social media have. Good world syndrome. When you see all your friends and they're having, the- they only are having the best time on social media. They're never having the worst time unless they're talking about stuff. Sometimes True. it does get a bit real. Sometimes it does get a bit deep. We're talking about time, rose tints, the world. Um, Time. This is what I do when I'm writing joke songs for friends. I, 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 I like I, I write down everything I know about them that's banterous. Okay. Oh man. See, I'm see I'm doing this without rhyme zone. That's see, that's difficult. We put a lot of pressure on you. Okay, wait, so what have we got so far? I mean there's some words well, there. Are you gonna think about how it's gonna sound deep? I don't mean to be a knob, but has she actually touched the keys to it? That's what I just asked her, and oh, she was just like, well, it's there. Okay. She's a genius. Don't she, yeah, distract I know, I know the genius. genius. She's also staring now, and she's only got one and a half minutes left. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Here we go, I guess. <laughs> I'm really angry. I just, I... <laughs> Try speaking your mind. Try showing your real self. Try letting yourself go. Try something different. Don't let the people know. Don't let the bad times show. Don't drop the ball, no, no. Don't drop the filter. The world works better with good world syndrome. The world looks better when you're all handsome. I don't wanna let go. I don't wanna let go. Rose tinted, rose tinted, rose tinted glasses. Rose tinted, rose tinted, rose tinted glasses. <laughs> oh my god! So good. That was so good. I did not expect that. That that, that was a genius song. In t- and we were standing over over you, being twat, and you came out with that. That is incredible.
You had 10 minutes to compose a song. How was that for you? Awful. Have you ever had a challenge like this before? Never. Have you ever had anyone as annoying as Abdul staring at what you're doing? Now, let's be fair. Abdul's great. Thank you. All right. I, Thank I you, Bethany. I see you're the favourite. <laughs> Considering all like the challenge, you know, Abdul's been Abdul's been great throughout this process, throughout this difficult time. I'd like to thank him very much for, for helping me get through it. Um, <laughs> yeah, me on the other hand. <laughs> I just want to say, I mean, I know I played a huge part in your <laughs> music writing career, so um, it's okay. You know, I'm happy to help. I'm just a genius and sometimes I need to share my talent. So that's all yeah, I have to say. Don't hide your light under a bushel. That's what they say. Well, thank you for coming on the show. It's been amazing. And it's been cool to let us into your creative space. Well, I mean, thank you guys. You, you know, you're, you, I, I always love coming on to talking to you guys. So like, uh, it's been a, a really nice experience. It's been a challenge. It's been really, you know, I'm feeling all those endorphins from all that ec- mental exercise I put myself through. You know what I mean? I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm just really happy to be here. Thank you once again. Be my Strange places be the sand on my feet, be the ocean or the ship I sail in. I'll be yours too for free. I'm a stranger, I don't speak your language, but I know what you mean when you show me your teeth. So come on, just come rumbling. You know, you, you know you're my bad hombres, but I'm afraid we've got, I've got, you know, I've got stuff to do now. I've got a lot of uh, music to write, so I'm, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Oh no! What? What? She's okay. pushing us. Oh. Sorry. Bye. Try speaking your mind. All of the music in this episode was written and performed by Bethany Graves. If you want to hear more of her stuff visit soundcloud.com forward slash Bethany Graves. We'll be back with another episode next week.